we haven't in the past incorporated a lot of like corporate prayer times. We spend about eight, 10 minutes in just guided prayer every week now over our live streams. And, you know, between me and the pastor, we're like, this is exactly what we want to do. Hey, everyone, this is Matt McCoy. I know that this new season has created a lot of new challenges for you as a worship leader. And because of this, we decided to do a handful of new episodes called Community Stories, where basically I sit down with a worship leader from Loop Community, and we just dig into their real-life story about how COVID-19 is impacting their worship leading, their church, and their personal life balance. So listen in on this conversation with someone from our community. I hope this is encouraging to you in this new season. What's up, my man? Hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Where are you calling in from? So I'm at my home in McKinney, uh, Texas. It's kind of North Texas, North Dallas area. Cool. How long have you been there? I've been here uh, about four years now, uh, working at the church that I serve at. All right. So Logan, how is this virus affecting your church? It's wild, man. Just like, you know, everybody else, it's been a whole new world of trying to figure out how to connect with people, how to get people engaged in worship and in life groups or, you know, whatever your community groups are, are called. And uh, yeah, it's, it's been nuts because no one's ever done this before. So uh, we're just kind of figuring it out like everybody else. What do you think has been the hardest thing to figure out and manage? For us personally, just all the technical aspects of going broadcast versus, you know, in the room. That's yeah. Been, really different because you know we're using a whole different set of effects on our board we're using all different strategy on how we play music it's also really weird leading worship to no one in the room uh yeah right it's been wild man so how have you guys been doing it are you pre-recording your services are you doing it like one song at a time a full set like walk us through a little bit about like how you guys even yeah so we wanted to kind of keep it close to um what a normal church service would be like uh, just for the authentic feel uh, we wanted, even though we are pre-recording, we record on Saturdays, um, kind of get up there. We record everything, but we keep it just like we would on a Sunday morning. So we were ready to get back into it and it wouldn't be such another steep uh, slope to climb to get back in. You know, we're going to be running at half capacity. Uh, so half is going to be online, most likely, and other half is going to be in the building. So we wanted yeah, to right. say, OK, this is what a worship service looks like, whether people are in here or not. Uh, and then adjusting, and we've been practicing the last couple of weeks on how to do a house mix and a live mix to build on top of that at the same time. So, okay. yeah, we're doing it all live. We do all the music. We do all, uh, all the preaching and stuff, just kind of all back to back. And then we can go back in uh, on the board that we have and remix everything. If we didn't nail the mix the first time, we'll go back and do that. Uh, yeah. And we'll patch in other, you know, other graphics and things like that that we just missed. And then how are you actually broadcasting it out on Sunday? So we use um, a, a platform called Ecamm Live, um, yeah. which is great. We have the, the pro account and it's been really cool. You can bro- broadcast up to like 4K. Uh, and then we've been pushing everybody to one platform. So we just picked YouTube because that's what we had in place already. And so we just push it all out on YouTube and uh, have everybody go to one link on our website that they can join in. Uh, yeah. That's cool. I was actually just looking at Ecamm Live a couple weeks ago, and it's a really cool, really cool app. It's powerful. And so we're also just picking up a stream deck 
so we can kind of pre-program because once yeah. we're going back to live, we need to do the screens different than we do our yeah. screen. And so we're able to kind of key in different, um, you know, lower thirds or a little bug on the bottom corner and pre-program all those things by using the stream deck and just push a simple button. So have you had anything go wrong? Yeah. The, the first couple weeks we tried one of the, the YouTube premieres um, and in working with the video and then sending it out from final cut into compressor, the audio just got way off. And so everything was kind of wonky. Uh, another time we did too much normalization. And so you could like hear the bit depth in. Yeah. Right. So, uh, you know, just problems like yeah. that. But the good thing is people are so yeah uh, forgiving on. Yeah, they are. Everybody are knows way more is, forgiving. Yeah, yeah. They know that this is not normal. For leading worship, have you changed like the way that you plan a set or like the songs you do? Or yeah, <laughs> I actually have. So I'm pretty slow to introduce new songs. We don't do a new song, but every once or once a month or once every other month, and just kind of get it locked in normal with the rest of our congregation. Um, but I've been pushing those things out a little bit more because I can. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Just I've picked more songs that are hitting people where they are versus focusing on everybody singing together in the room with something that's really familiar. Um, yeah. So we introduced songs like, I know it's been out for a little while, but we introduced a song, Yes, I Will. Uh, and it went really well because just the message of it and spoke to a lot of people and where they're at right now and how yeah. uh, things are going. What's it been like leading a team like during this time? Like, has it been harder to get volunteers to accept planning center invites or actually it, it's been weird. So we actually have, we're blessed to have a, a pretty decent uh, sized team. We've kind of just locked in the same musicians and the same people every single week. And I've got texts and emails constantly saying, Hey, when can I come back in? And we're just kind of, we've been trying to keep it as small as possible so that, um, you know, we're not spreading anything we don't want to. Um, yeah, right. But the one thing we've actually grown in uh, volunteers with our media booth just brought in a lot of people and said, hey, I think you have this this talent. I think you could you know, do well at framing a camera. And it's such a critical job right now. And people are seeing the importance. We've had a hard time recruiting in those areas before because they're so intimidating. Yeah, but right. Now everybody's like, oh, I can do that. And this is a, a real way that I can help. Yeah. So that's been good. We've actually been able to recruit a whole lot more volunteers in the media side of things. Yeah, that is cool. Someone was telling me last week that it's like, it's interesting how the people who are usually like behind the scenes and like, you know, no one really knows they're there. It's like tech people, the media team. And now they're the, one, they're the ones that are like the heroes, like saving yeah. the day. Like they're in the front lines making the whole thing happen. Yeah, they're the superstars, man. Yeah, which is pretty cool. I don't know. Would you say that there's anything that you hope that we actually carry when things kind of go back to normal, which by the way, when does it go back to normal for you guys? Are you guys going to open up again soon or? Yeah, we're actually starting our kind of limited capacity services on the 24th. Wow. Okay. So in like two weeks. Yeah. Dallas wasn't hit near as bad as a lot of other places were. And so. Yeah. So what's that going to look like? Uh, we put a lot of, we actually put a whole PDF information out for people. Um, and so, you know, we're running a, a max in our room at 200. 
We're taking out every other row. There's hand sanitation on everything. We've spaced our services out a little bit more. Uh, so we have time to clean in between. Yeah. We're putting up posters everywhere that says, don't hug, don't handshake, just wave at people. Uh, and yep. then in the rows themselves, you've got to stay two seats between your family and the other family. So two seats in between people. Yeah. So if my family, yeah, if my family is sitting in, in four chairs, then we have to have two chairs in between us and that next family. Okay. And do people have to wear face masks? No, we're not requiring that, but uh, we're suggesting then, you know, we normally we've passed the offering plates. We're not doing that anymore. Uh, we've got giving boxes that are kind of outside the doors and things like yeah. that. Uh, just removing any contact. We haven't quite hit the Lord's Supper yet and what that looks like. <laughs> you guys should like use a drone or something to fly around and collect the offering. You know, like, it's really little, funny. Hang a little uh, bucket from the drone and just kind of like hover awesome. it. <laughs> just kind of drop it down. Just drop it into the bucket. That'd be great. Don't touch the drone. <laughs> Keep your hands off the drone. Right, just so, don't, don't touch anything. You could do the same thing with communion. Maybe like the drone, drone can like just like drop little communion cups in people's laps or something. Yeah. Hey, it's 2020, right? Why they, not? There, there are no rules anymore. So no, right. <laughs> wow. So how in the world are you guys going to keep people from like too many people showing up to church? Uh, so we've kind of made it very clear, Hey, 200 people in the room. And I don't think we'll have a problem with that. And just kind of feeling out with our different groups of who's really feeling like they want to come back and who's like, I can wait a little bit. Um, and it's really kind of been half and half on, on those things. And so we do have contingencies of like overflow rooms that we can broadcast since we are live streaming. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can put a whole group in the, the student center and in the children's room um, and kind of broadcast out to those different areas in yeah. case we do overflow. We don't really anticipate that, but you know, who's anticipating anything. Yeah. Right now? So is there anything that you've learned like during this time that you're like, all right, when we open up again on the 24th, like I hope that we continue doing that. So a lot, we kind of restructured how we do our worship service. We haven't in the past incorporated a lot of like corporate prayer times. We spend about eight, 10 minutes in just guided prayer every week now over our live streams. And, you know, between me and the pastor, we're like, this is exactly what we want to do. We just want to continue those. So that's definitely staying with us from there. Um, just yeah. kind of how we've, we completely read out our, our stage. So um, yeah. learning the different placements. Um, we got a whole new audio console during this because yeah. we're running a 15-year-old digital board uh, and it just wasn't cutting it. <laughs> yeah. So It's cool to think about how many churches have probably implemented technology that they were like dragging their feet on at first. Now they've had to implement it. Yeah. And it, it kind of like almost forced people to like kind of like step into the new age. You know, like the drone thing. Like I, I can't wait to see it. <laughs> I can't wait to see at my church when them pass the pass the offering bucket with the drone. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, cool. What about you personally? Like as a worship leader, it's very different to like not be, you know, on stage every week. And like, yeah. how has this like personally kind of affected you as a worship leader? Like, are you missing it? Are you, yeah. has it been I, nice to have a break? Or I was telling, um, one of our audio guys, I'm like, man, I never signed up to be a recording artist <laughs> or anything like that. I, I just love people. I love the pastoring um, side of these things. So one thing that I've kind of just decidedly doubled down on is, man, whenever we get back to where we can have, you know, actual 
person-to-person communication again i'm yeah. just doubling down on meeting with people and and making sure that they know that they're loved and just pointing people to christ that way yeah as far as on stage watching yourself lead worship every week uh is really you start to get really nitpicky uh, and so just kind of looking at how i do stage presence and yeah how i can communicate with people better um when it's not just my voice working. Uh, yeah, man, so that's a good point. I've really been working on my vocals too, because you listen to yourself recorded and you're like, Ooh, that's not good. <laughs> yeah. So just being intentional, kind of reworking my voice a little bit and jumping yeah. on different resources for vocal training and then stage presence uh, and, and figuring out, Oh, when you stand there with your eyes closed the whole time, it really doesn't invite anybody into what you're saying. Yeah. So man, working on those things. What you just said there is actually so like, that is really, really good advice of, you said a couple of things. One was, you know, I'm not, it didn't sound to be a recording artist. <laughs> and that is kind of a hard thing that this whole thing has put worship leaders into is that like, we're now like on video and producing like these like kind of like video productions that like people now are kind of expecting to look like a Netflix series of some sort. And video is not super forgiving and especially board mixes are not forgiving. They're not as forgiving as when you're standing in, in person, you know, they're in, they're in person live. And so that is kind of rough that like, it's like, you know, if you're not a recording artist, like you don't have a voice for like recording, like this could be like an interesting time for you, (laughs) you know? And also what I think you said was really interesting was that you're watching yourself more. And that's one word. That's one thing that I've always thought that worship leaders, if you want to grow as a worship leader, it's to watch a replay of the service because you'll immediately see things of like, wow, yeah, like I close my eyes like way too much and it doesn't connect with people or I like, or I talk too much or I am not am moving. That's like being very distracting or whatever. Yeah it's such a great way to grow as a worship leader. And it's interesting because this is kind of forcing worship leaders to watch yeah. and see. And I think everybody's going to grow from that. And that's probably a really good practice to continue after this, even as yeah, painful absolutely. as it is to watch. Yeah. And so now that we're going to keep live streaming during all this, it's kind of like, I'm going to be forced to go back to watch myself because I'm going to have to go and see yeah. how it, you know, one, how it connected in the room, but also too, like, how did that yeah. translate over the live stream trying yeah. to do both at the same time? You know, we're not a huge operation, so we don't have a broadcast mister, mixer and a uh, yeah. house mix. So kind of doing both at the same time, got to make sure the quality is, is staying up. Yeah. Right. Uh, so kind of forced to go back and watch the, the game film. Yeah. Well, bro, it's like been good connecting with you and uh, appreciate you taking the time just to share your story. We're wanting to just like, connect with worship leaders uh, via these community stories and just hear how this is impacting you. And so thanks for sharing. And yeah. thanks for being a part of Luke community, man. Yeah, man. Thanks for having me on. All right, bro. Talk to you later. Thanks for joining us on the Luke community podcast. Music from this episode is brought to you by John Guerra from his album, Little Songs. Make sure you check it out on Apple Music or Spotify. If you enjoy listening to this podcast, leave a review and a rating. It means a lot. We'll see you soon.